Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, friendo. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, it's the last day we'll be live before uh, uh, Christmas, of course. So mm-hmm. we want to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday, yes, uh, whatever you're doing out there. Hopefully, the next couple days are filled with joy and uh, I don't know treasure or something like that. So uh, yeah, well, that's you know you wake up and you rip open a bunch of presents. That's like a treasure. Spending right. time with your family is like a treasure. Okay, that's better yeah. for some people. You know, <laughs> hopefully. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's just my way of saying we're not going to be here tomorrow. We're not going to be on Twitch Friday night, but uh, we will be dropping some content over the weekend. We got a SummerSlam 2005 review, a retro review. That was a lot of fun. So keep an eye out for that. Be sure to sub to the channel if you're not already. And uh, of course, uh, we'll be back on Monday again next week. We'll have a Monday through Wednesday week again. And then it's going to be next weekend, the Friendo Awards and predictions for 2022. Yes. This is going to be a tough one because this year was, ooh, like a lot happened this year. Things can get even crazier maybe in the 2022. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens. Um, yeah. So anyways, I guess we can get into it. We were sort of talking earlier in the pre-show uh, about how, it's funny because we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ilo O'Reilly makes his debut in AEW. The Undisputed Era is in 
AEW. Well, the yeah. crowd was chanting. The original, the original version of, of the Undisputed Era, yeah. The crowd was chanting Undisputed mm-hmm. when they were all in the ring together. Mm-hmm. They were posing like we all figured. They were trying I'm, so hard not to, not do, to do it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying so hard not to do I have to, I rarely use my middle finger. Um they were trying so hard not to do the sign. Could have fooled me by how quickly you put that thing up. <laughs> right, I know. Um so yeah, it's it's crazy we're talking about how crazy it is given that we're doing our predictions. How crazy it would have been for me to have said back then or for you to have said in December of 2020. In 2021, AEW is going to acquire everything great about NXT 1.0, which you'd be like, what's 1.0? Yeah, exactly. Be like, it's just NXT. About NXT, minus, of course, like the, their women's division. Um, but like everything about the, the, the best years of NXT, we're talking Malachi Black, Andrade, the Undisputed Era, the original group. And uh, and of course, uh, coming up probably soon, wouldn't shock me, maybe, maybe not, Johnny Gargano. And Keith Lee, um, maybe. Possibly Keith Lee. Uh, it's nuts. We knew it was going to happen. To actually watch it happen was something completely different. It really was surreal, pretty awesome, and uh, and, and something to behold. What, yeah. What's your take yeah, on Yeah, no, I mean... Uh, uh, uh starting with when undisputed era was kind of in their their senioritis phase after Cole dropped the belt didn't really seem like they know they knew what to really do with them they were kind of spinning their wheels for a bit That's when Cole had the the Pat McAfee feud which while fun not as substantial as like a title thing obviously then they broke up Kyle started doing the cool Kyle thing uh it didn't it didn't quite click 2.0 came around Cole left uh it it fish got released it 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 just felt like it was it was a rather underwhelming end to one of the great factions in recent pro wrestling history um now they're kind of back together save for roger strong he's still in nxt you got cool kyle not cool kyle anymore he cut his hair back to the same hairstyle he had when he first joined nxt nxt i don't think that's a coincidence um he's got a shirt that says violent artist on there there was no hot topic tease. This is going back to intense. The, the intense Kyle O'Reilly that we saw before Undisputed Era broke up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. maybe if he gets a tag title, maybe we'll see some Eric Guitar too. But I think mm-hmm. in the ring, it's all business. I think the, 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 the kind of cool Kyle joking around is the thing of, of the past for the foreseeable future. Maybe we'll get some cool backstage promos with the three of them where he'll talk some trash. Be kind of witty. Uh, Bob Fish will throw in a, a line here and there. Adam Cole will do his thing. And here's the thing: I'm not wishing for like a, 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 a undisputed era redux. I'm happy there's, they're back together because there's interesting stories they could tell there. But I don't want them just to kind of pick up where undisputed era left off and have them continue. Do do something new. You have an opportunity to to, to take things to a different level. Do something different with it. Do that. You know, first we're obviously going to get the story where Adam Cole is going to be pulled between, you know, uh, 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 two pairs of friends. You got Kyle and Bob Fish over here. You got the Young Bucks over here. Which way is he going to go? You know, and if AEW does anything really well, it's telling stories about interpersonal dynamics. 
Um, so I'm interested to see where that goes. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, um, which keeps me interested. And there, there's the chance for some really good matches to happen in that feud, especially in a couple months if, as rumored, Kenny Omega is able to come back. You toss him in there, you got Undisputed Era, whatever they're going to call themselves, versus the Elite. That could be cool stuff. Or if Adam Cole sticks with the Young Bucks, uh, uh, Fish and O'Reilly can recruit somebody, maybe like a Johnny Gargano. That's a cool feud. There's well, a lot weird. of possibilities for some cool stuff to happen here, and that's what excites me. You know, the thing about the Undisputed Era is that they just had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. They went back a number of years, so I don't even know if it's a matter of are they going to do the same thing? Because the same thing is just three guys who know each other really well and they have really good chemistry. Um, so I'm not worried about that. I don't need them to be somebody else or be somebody new. I just like them to be who they are because that's what got them there in the first place. Um, like you said, the more interesting dynamic is going to be obviously what they tease tonight. What we've been talking about this whole time, Adam Cole and Excalibur even explicitly said it. He's torn between two worlds. The world he's in now and the world that he was in before. Mm-hmm. And they're all a confluence of the world that he was in even before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is going to be very interesting to see how that particular story plays out. You have another elite, so to speak, uh, tag team in AEW now with Red Dragon, which is interesting. Sorry, uh, with who? Redragon. Thank you. <laughs> I want to clarify. Now we have to bring this joke back. Because it's been gone for so long, we call Red Dragon Redragon. We have to uh, dragon again, again. That's what we have to do. We have to re-redragon. Yes. Again. (laughs) So an an amazing tag team joining yet all the other amazing tag teams in the company. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, the thing about Tony Khan is that he seems really interested in giving people what they want to see. He's got, and yes, I know it's it's missing Roderick Strong, and arguably their best period was with, I would say not arguably, but with Roderick Strong, but still, the original core is there. And now we have an opportunity to go that dream matchup, the Undisputed Era versus the Elite, versus Kenny and the Bucks. That's amazing. That's that's the answer to every, that, that became... Such a ridiculous answer. Hey, Stephen, Lawrence. hey, hey, friendos, Pat here. Who do you want to see in AEW versus NXT if you had a dream match and can have raw gate technology? But no, you can't say Kenny and the Bucks versus Undisputed Era because it's too obvious an answer. We're getting that now. Yeah, I know. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely crazy that we're going to get something like that. Assuming Kenny is good to go within a reasonable time frame, yeah. that seems pretty inevitable um and who knows what can happen until then um but yeah it's i it's it's like i said it was surreal to see it's awesome to understand that the type of wrestling that you that me that everybody in our friendo awards that voted over overwhelming here's a little little spoiler for you overwhelmingly that all out was show of the year mm-hmm. that what happened at all out and the signings, the returns, the debuts were uh, was uh, one of two of the biggest major stories of the year. Um, he's he he wants to give that fan base something. The NXT fan base that could you ima- imagine? Imagine a draft. This is basically what happened. Imagine a draft happened, 
and between Vince McMahon and Tony Khan. This is essentially what happened. And they said, okay, on the board right now, Braun Breaker, Von Wagner, Undisputed Era, Aleister Black. Vince, who do you want? Vince Von went, Wagner. Vince, Vince went for potential. He's looking for the future. Yeah. He completely tore it down to rebuild. And what does he have to show for it? Really, honestly, just Braun Breaker. That's kind of all he has. And in the meantime, you've got the Undisputed Era, Malachi Black, Andrade, probably Gargano coming up. I mean, I, it's 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 still it's still insane to me. It it's is. still it nuts is. that he it's, did it's that. It's crazy that that Vince tore down NXT because they weren't producing the talents that he wanted. Yet you look at you know the 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 list of champions over the last five years, dominated by people who were at NXT. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, and I'm just really grateful that there is a wrestling promotion that understands there is an audience that really wants to see that type of wrestling. That's really interested in that stuff. And, uh, and, and there's a place for that. I don't have to stay up until, you know, no disrespect to our friendos in the UK who have to do this literally for every North American wrestling show, but I don't have to stay up till 1am to watch like a new Japan show or assume impact's going to do right by these guys. Um, I'm so grateful that AEW is a thing. Mm -hmm where you can have NXT 1.0 reside cuz that's what's happening right now. Yeah. You know, and then and then you and I have to figure out, you know, how much longer we want to still cover NXT 2.0. But that's a conversation for Well, I mean, it's, it's still worth time. covering because I, I, I you know, much like watching a minor league baseball team, you see these players develop and and you hope that those players will go on to play for the team you root for and succeed. You know, yeah. it's it's about it's about wrestler development in NXT and I think there's something to be said for that and there's a certain amount of, enjoy, of enjoyment that's that's there. 
Um, whether we do it, it at his own show is something else entirely, but <laughs> yeah. there's something there. Yeah. There's something yeah. there. Um, another uh, huge development tonight. Uh, and like the first two segments were probably the most impactful segments on the show in terms of things that happen, in terms of stories being told, you know, within AEW, in terms of seismic shifts. So they announced that Page versus Danielson 2 was going to happen on Dynamite's TBS debut, and then in an interview following that announcement, uh, uh, Danielson uh, said, you know, hey, you squeaked by with the win, the 60-minute time limit draw, I'm not going to let that happen again. Let's get judges yeah. to judge the fight should it go to the time limit. Um, and so one of two things. Is this a way to build in, to build anticipation again for a match maybe go the distance only for Paige to end up winning at the very end? Or is this going to go the time of a draw again? Danielson's going to have the refs in his pocket, or sorry, the judges in his pocket, and he's going to win by judge decision. You have the rematch. I know it's only two days later at Battle of the Belts, and Paige gets it back. That, that, that It's an interesting question because – Battle of the Belts is two days later. Um, I would say no to that just because a two-day Danielson title run seems cheap. Um, Sorry, three days I, later. Three days later. I, I think three days. I think my, my personal opinion is the judges are, uh, are, I guess what you call it, a red herring. Mm-hmm. They're there to make us think it's going to go the limit again, but this match is going to be used – to get Hangman a decisive win over Brian Danielson. But Brian Danielson still looks pretty damn good because he took him to the limit. He took him to 60 minutes. That's my personal opinion. Um, who do you think the judges are going to be? Like, is it going to be in-house? Is it going to be like Mark Henry, uh, 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 Taz? It could be, but Paige had some line about... Let's having- bring in some old-timers and give them a payday. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mike Bullard, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be, could be. Vince Senior. Mm. I mean, I'm just resurrecting people. Yeah, no, now. you're you're talking about people from the Deceased. wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Well, and dead people. Well, they could they could bring in Bret Hart. Bret. Oh, that'd be t- yeah. Well, they got the Owen thing. Bret's got to be pretty happy about the Owen thing. They did a lovely tribute tonight. They did that package a, a was really wonderful. Nice, a really nice tribute. <laughs> <to Owen. laughs> Mr. Sensor Shane. That'd be amazing. That'd be great. Malenko's a great one. Oh, Malenko's a good show. That'd be great. Jerry Lynn. Mick, oh, Mick Foley. Tony Khan. Tony Khan should be a judge. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. There are so You guys are killing me. There's some wow. great names in here. Wow. Mickey Rourke is great. Triple H. <laughs> oh, that's great. Mickey Rourke is a great name. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched that movie again, like a couple, oh, like two weeks ago. What a swell movie that is! Oh, it's so fun. It's good. It's, so fun. it's a good movie. Uh, the main event was a lot of fun. Uh, we got our first finalist in the TBS tournament. Uh, yeah. Ruby Soho defeated Nyla Rose tonight in a yeah, really it took good match. Like a second rope. What did she call it? No, no future. future. Yeah. yeah, that's rad. Yeah, that was awesome. It was an awesome that match. Was a, that was a fun match. Yeah. Um, and then of course, nothing was more fun though than the main event. Which, oh my God, the entrances alone featured Sting in full CM Punk branding. He had the shirt on 
And then he had like sting makeup, like sting eye makeup that was like Chicago colors, punk colors. But it had his and then the logo from his shirt on his forehead. <laughs> the logo, and it was like perfectly done. Yeah, I know. It was amazing. It looked he looked like he could be in Kiss. Yeah. The face and then paint. Phil comes out. And he's got, uh, he's, he's basically Surfer Sting. Yeah, he's got Sting pants, oh. Surfer Sting makeup, and then Darby comes out with Sting makeup, but it was pink and white, uh, pink and black instead of white yeah. and black. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder if he felt self-conscious because Sting and CM Punk went the extra mile. Like, how great would it have been if uh, Darby came out in, like, the red, white, and blue face paint? Because oh, yeah. he already has the blonde hair. He I always know. has the bleach. He already has the bleach blonde hair. Let's get, let's get a flat top for, for one night only. Right, Darby. One night, have some fun. Uh, but uh, and then there was a scary moment during that match when the MJF almost landed on his damn head. Thankfully, he seems to be okay. Yeah, he went back up to commentary after the the match to talk some crap about Phil. So, yeah, yeah. But no, all in all, it was a blast. Tonight's episode of of Dynamite was fun. It was, it was a fun really show. fun. It was a fun show. Uh, it started with, and I took my own notes, so I can I can handle the I'll handle the Hangman since you handled the Champa. Pro all the promo stuff today. You can sit back. There you go. Crew, hit the cruise control button. Why don't you? And uh, and I'll go on turbo boost. Uh, but before the uh, hangman stuff, we had Adam Cole versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, of course, starts off with Orange Cassidy trying to stick Adam Cole's hands in his pants. Uh, uh, I like Tony Schiavone mid match bringing up that Adam Adam Cole's hair looks greasy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you t- and Taz was the one coming to his defense. What are you talking about? He's like one of the handsomest guys we've got on roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony was really laying on thick with uh, with Adam Cole tonight. He was. He was. It was good. Uh, so mid-match, Super Elite comes out. OC, uh, Orange Cassidy jumps on Cutler. The best friends come out to help out. Orange Cassidy does a suicide dive on the rest of the Super Elite. They all fight to the back. Well, I guess just the Elite at this point. They all fight to the back. Uh, uh, let's see here. Cole. Sends Orange Cassidy into the ring steps. Uh, Cole uh, accidentally knees the steps as Orange Cassidy moves out of the way when he attacks. Eventually, Cole hits a Panama Sunrise for two. Covers, puts his hands in his pants when he does, but Mm -hmm. he only gets two. Uh, Orange Cassidy is... uh, uh, Adam Cole has him set him up for a boom. Orange Cassidy drops down to avoid it. Hits a beach break. That gets him two. Uh, Cole dips out when Orange Cassidy loads up an orange punch right after that. Bob Fish comes out, distracts the ref, and sure enough, they got a nice tight medium close-up on Orange Cassidy as the crowd starts going nuts for somebody showing up. Kyle O'Reilly raises into the frame, attacks Orange Cassidy, and then Adam Cole delivers a boom for three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd starts chanting undisputed air. There's some jawing between Adam Cole and, and, and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah which I like because the last time we saw them together, they're in a blood feud. So I wonder if there's going to be at least a passing reference to, Hey, we're good. Now we had, we taught, you know, even Kyle O'Reilly said, yeah, we had a long talk on the phone. Yeah. Something. <laughs> we we figured it all out. We went to hot topic. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the best friends, uh, come out to attack, uh, or just to get their dude, uh, Bobby fish helps out. Red Dragon hit their fin the total elimination mm-hmm. on uh, on uh, Chuck. I, yeah, I think it was Chuck. It on I think it was Chuck. And then the Young Bucks come down while the Undisputed Era are sitting there, standing oh, they're, there, they're, trying they're not to try not to do this. They're trying to stand side by side, just they like they it? did after they beat down Drew. Yeah, there it is. There it when is. When they debuted, yeah. standing side yes. by side, and they so just want to do that. Yeah. 
and they don't. <laughs> we don't. It's like the Will Ferrell. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. And then uh, the young bucks come down. And this was this was I, I like this. I like it was it was just perfectly awkward because like they're maintaining their pose. The young bucks sort of mill about behind them, and Adam Cole's like. And he takes like a half step back from yeah. Fish and O'Reilly, and it's kind of just like this the whole time. Uh, ooh, uh, we're all you, you. You remember, right, Ring of Honor? All friends, right? Yeah, we were friends, right? Were we? Uh, were we? I don't. I don't know. I remember that far back. Oh man. Anyways, uh, yeah, Cole's like. Ugh. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending. Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. After that, it was announced that uh, Hangman and Brian uh, are going to have their match, their rematch, at uh, the day one TBS show. (laughs) The first night of TBS action. That's way of putting it. Way yeah. Putting it. Which is interesting because Battle of the Belts, you think, oh, it could be a Battle of the Belts. But no, that's, that's a good point. I don't know. Maybe they'll just run it back three days later. Maybe. I mean, it'd be kind of, it'd be really rough after going an hour, potentially, physical wrestling three days later, have another match, you know? How about this? Hmm. Three judges. One guy goes uh, Danielson. One guy goes Page. One guy goes Draw. There you go. And one guy goes... <laughs> Shrug. Oh, they get Yano in there. The third judge. Just shrugs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Steve. And I was like, I didn't take any notes. I don't know who won. <laughs> I was on my phone. I was looking at Cody's back on Instagram. Oh man. Uh, so, like I said, I'll, I'll handle this. Uh, so Tony's in the ring. He puts over the Brian match with Hangman. The time limit draw. Says uh, you were so close, Hangman. Hangman's in there with him. Hangman gets on the mic. He says, Hey, you know, after sixty minutes. I was handed back this title. It's 60 minutes of blood, sweat, blah, blah, blah. He says, as I went, uh, as, as we went to commercial, I looked back at this title and I thought it was funny that in my three years, I've never felt like less of a champion. So the only feeling I had last week is disappointment. And then Brian's and, comes uh, and it's like, wait, 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 wait. He says, uh, entitled millennial cowboy still has the AW title, and he's disappointed. Oh, poor cowboy. Let's show all the people his emotions about how disappointed you are. The fans should be disappointed because I kicked your ass for 60 minutes, and if anybody should be champion, it should be me. But I'm not going to cry about my feelings or tell everyone how sad I am. We have a rematch, and I'm going to kick your ass again. You managed to survive 60 minutes only because I hurt my leg against John Silver the week before. Otherwise, I would have destroyed you. Of course, crowd's booing him. He said, I'm not going to make that mistake again. I'm not going to wrestle next week. I'm not going to wrestle the week after that. I'm not going to wrestle until January 5th. But there's another problem. Because if Hangman goes out there again and stalls for 60 minutes again, we end up in the same position now with the rightful champion standing here empty-handed and that piece of cowboy shit with the title. But I didn't come out here to complain. I have a solution. January 5th, we have judges. So if you decide to stall out again, everyone will know that the true champion is Brian Danielson. Crowd's booing. He says, certainly all you idiots should know I won last week. Hangman says, well, that's very creative. 
He says, you know, this week I was thinking of a bunch of matches, a ladder match, Inferno match. I know you pop for that. Oh, huge. Iron Man match. He says, because what you did is something nobody else did. You took me past 30. You took me past 60. You held me to the limits. You took me out to the water. You held me in the deep end. But in the final seconds, I swam. And if I just had a couple seconds more, I would have drowned you. But if you want judges, let's get some old timers, some paydays here because they won't earn it. I've come way too far for this. I've spilled far. He says, pay them in advance because they're not going to have to earn it. I've come way too far for this. I've spilled too much blood for this to have some old prick tell me I'm not a champion, that I'm a B-plus player. That's horse shit. So if the question is, can Adam Page beat Danielson in two weeks, the answer will be yes. He yeah. didn't do this, but he made it clear, B-plus player, the yes. Yeah, yeah the B-plus player uh, uh, reference was nice. Good stuff. Yeah, you know, solid, solid back and forth. Danielson's so damn good, but oh, no, yeah. I feel like this is just this. This is just gonna solidify Hangman even more. Danielson, he'll get his title run. It's just not gonna be now. I don't. Know, what do you What do you think? Like confidence points wise or uh, channel points wise, Danielson uh, wins via a decision. Oh, I wouldn't put a lot on that. Yeah. No. Unless the action was really good, I probably wouldn't even bet on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, next, we got MJF in the pinnacle backstage. Uh, he thanks Spears for being a good account of Bill Buddy, um, and he was uh, complaining about Wardlow not being there last week after his match to protect him. Said he was going off get the champagne. That's what MJF told him to do, but MJF says that's something you should have done anyways. But he's like, you know, uh, don't I pay you a lot to protect me? And MJ uh, Wardlow goes, yeah. And MJF's like, okay, okay, let, let, we're heading the wrong direction here. This is all your fault, Punk. Said the three of us aren't a team, we're a family. But Punk doesn't know anything uh, about that because he's a loner. He says he won't be able to coexist with Sting and Darby. Uh, he says Punk made the save last week for himself because everything is always about him, and that's the facts. Here's some more facts. Punk's rig skills are rusty. The nice guy face, uh, I think he says it's about as crusty as Sting's face paint or something like that. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then Dax uh, says that they're the three kings of pro wrestling. They're a family, the best you in the world. And when you're pinnacle, you're always on top. We haven't heard their catchphrase in a number of weeks. I like that catchphrase. I think it's nice. Uh, after that, Wardlow murders a man. Sean Dean is the name in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. Just literally public execution murders him. Like four power bombs? Yeah, it was, or was four. It I think I think Wardlow might, might have hit a punch before the power bombs, but that was God damn four power bombs. Can even uh, what's his face Spears was down there saying you should do ten. Uh, after that, we had a uh, <laughs> we had a great little Christmas package for Cody versus Sammy for the Christmas, and uh, that the, they had like some really jolly Christmas music, which was just a really odd counterpoint, contrapuntal, if you will, yeah, to, to Sammy word. saying, a "Good musical term, Cody, your uh, your 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 time is in the past. I'm the future. I'm now." They try to make it sound he, very festive, though. Yeah, but he was like all the all the promo bits at, appropriately were all very uh, sinister, intense. And then he got this. Dun, 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 dun. But it, the <laughs> thing is, it wasn't like a, a known Christmas song. It just kind of sounded no. generally like Christmas, you know? Yeah, I feel like this is just like yeah, some, the, uh, the, the sleigh bells ringing, the kind of bouncy melody and rhythm. Yeah, yeah. but it didn't sound like <laughs> any specific Christmas <laughs> song that I'm aware of. <laughs> uh, but then oh, next, man. we all got some coal in our stockings because Dan Lambert showed up. <laughs> yeah, my note here. If you follow me on Twitter, is Dan Lambert talks. Larson can deal with this shit. So he comes out, or they're up in the in the second deck in one of the boxes. He starts quoting Shakespeare. He's like, "I don't expect you fans to understand." 
He talks about running the largest, most successful MMA planet or gym on the planet. Uh, and because like the, the quote he gave from Shakespeare, I don't remember it was about being a king. So he's trying to put out his bona fides as a leader. He says people advance at uh, America top team. He, he keeps even playing field there. So if people succeed, it's based on excellence rather than the buddy system, which he says Tony Khan employs. Uh, he talks about Scorpio Sky being the first tag champ, only man in the history of the company to pin Chris Jericho twice. Says Ethan Page has wrestled better and dressed better than anyone. Yet they'll be watching the TNT title match at home while Cody gets yet another title shot. Then he complains about how Tony Khan has treated him and says uh, uh, Tony wants Dan to get the fans to cheer for Cody. And he says, how can I do that? when Cody is a bigger dick than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end, he says, I don't care who stands tall after the TNT title match. One of my guys is next in line. You know, uh, uh, R. Lopez Ortiz here in chat says, this is probably the least bothersome Lambert segment. And that's true. I think this was. Because um, it was relatively short. And I actually kind of appreciate the content of it. He, he, he still delivers in that screamy old man voice that it just makes it, you can't get through to it. I really wish that they would transition Lambert from an in-arena guy to video promos because then he doesn't have to scream. Yeah. You can mic him, and and he could just talk normal. Well, and even maybe flow. The, you know, there can be Yeah, maybe of, you know, go understated when you need yeah. to and be able to punctuate certain things, and, and it'll be much more effective. Yeah. And uh, in, 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 during his time in Impact, he had both – he had promos, but also he did a lot of backstage stuff, and I think that that was one reason why he was more palatable. Um, but yeah, it, it, this was it, this was probably one of the better Dan Lambert ones, but it's still not saying much because it's still him just being sort of screamy on the mic. And I wish that they would yeah, approach yeah. him Have a dial it way. back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I still think that the guy has stuff to offer, um, but they really need to figure out how to approach. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That's 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 definitely true because yeah I think he does have something to offer. Uh, then we got Britt Baker's Christmas party. So it's her, it's Rebel, it's Jamie Hader, it's Tony Schiavone. Tony's like the worst guest. He just talks shit the whole time at these Christmas parties. I know at these 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 holiday events. So uh, yeah. Britt wishes us all a Merry Christmas, and Tony just wants to talk about her match against Riho. Says you've never beaten her, and uh, Britt says, "Well, I'm the champ. Plus, I have Jamie Hader by my side." And, uh, and then Tony brings up, well, Riho just beat you recently on Rampage, I believe it was. And Britt says, well, if you want to bring up the past, let's talk 2021, era of DMD. Uh, I built my own throne. I built this uh, division from the ground up. I am a pillar of this company. And you think Riho is just going to come in and beat me? No, she's not my league. And then she quotes Christmas Story. She'll shoot her eye out, kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going to have 24 hours of uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, on Friday. You shoot your eye out, kid. You should watch uh, it finally, that, Steve. You haven't watched it in all one sitting, have you? I, I've seen it all to the degree that I, I want to see it. I don't know. It's a fine movie. It's a fine, you know, it's it's a, it's a classic. It's definitely a Christmas classic. But, like, I've got, I'd rather watch Narcos. Uh, I'm still behind on that. I'm sure there's a Christmas episode of Narcos I, I haven't watched yet. Uh, what I'm also, I'm watching, I still need to finish Dark. Yes, you do. And uh, Lacey and I picked up the the terror from the beginning again, which is a terrific show. Yeah, it's really lovely. I mean, it's fucked up, but it's really good. Yeah. Uh, after that, really awesome uh, Owen tournament, Owen Hart tournament video. Uh, some promotions, and uh, I guess it was New Japan. Yeah, 
Yeah, they got some sent, footage from New Japan. Some footage, yeah, which was nice. I kind of feel like they should have either hired our friends over at Dark Side of the Ring to shoot some reenactment stuff, or you build Owen in the in the new AEW video game, and you just show footage of that, like him versus Brett. In that, you just make like a fake, you know, uh, 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 combat mania. It looks like WrestleMania ten. <laughs> What is just like fake combat? Combat, mania. Ma- combat yeah. mania. What's another word for wrestle? Grapple mania. All there right. You go. Well, I don't yeah. think you could use mania either, like wrestle, wrestle a thon or something like oh, that. Oh, you can use yeah, as long as you put something different in front of it. You can use mania. Combat maniacs. Anyways, it was nice. I had a uh, uh, Mark Henry, Adam Cole, very sincere. Adam Cole it was awesome. Yeah, Matt Hardy. Yes, Matt Hardy. He had a Jack Bauer shirt on. He did. <laughs> I like that you point that. Out. He said, "Why is he wearing a Jack Bauer?" Yeah, he's like, a fan of twenty. Well, I mean, like Adam Cole had his merch shirt on. You know, like yeah. Sean Spears is in it. I think he had his he, he had his usual outfit on. Yeah, Mark Henry was in there. You know, he was he was dressed in his usual kind of business like casual stuff. Business casual. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, Matt Hardy has merch shirts. Was a Bro, surprise. he doesn't need that shit. That dude is he's got so much. Oh, money. it's not about. I mean, I understand that, but I don't know. I just thought it was. I just, this is a little detail I noticed. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's it. Yeah. I think it is lame when band, band members wear their own merch. I know. I wish them he, to be. He does tweet about uh, Dexter a lot. Matt Hardy does. The show Dexter. <laughs> so we know he likes Dexter in 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he likes a strong male protagonist who takes action in their own hands. <laughs> Whether they're hunting terrorists or, you know, serially killing people i don't know anyways we had nyla rose versus because i think that was dexter's thing yeah, yeah he used yeah. to i only watched a couple episodes he would kill people who deserved to be killed Something in his like opinion that. yeah i guess <laughs> oh is he a soprano zondo says sopranos he likes sopranos too oh maybe. right on yeah anyway uh nyla rose versus ruby soho this is a semi-final matchup for the tibus the that bitch show title which is totally going to be going to Jade Cargill because yep. she already named the title herself. Yep. Um, Nyla dominated a lot of this. Uh, Ruby was able to kick a chair into her face, though, down on the floor when Nyla got a chair. As she was recovering, Vicky pushed Ruby off the top turnbuckle. Nyla got a knee drop on the repaired shoulder of Ruby uh, Soho. Worked that a little bit. Ruby was able to get a dragon sleeper on. Nyla waves over uh, Vicky to come over. Ruby goes over, kicks her in the head. Nyla hits a beast bomb, only gets two. Ruby kicks out of the yeah. beast bomb. Yeah. And then hits a no future kind of stepping up from the second rope, oh, I that think. Was great. Which was rad uh, for three. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that, that's that's going to be a sick matchup. It is. Uh, it, was a, it was a really strong showing for Nyla. And the fact that she worked over Ruby's surgically repaired shoulder. I think Excalibur mentioned that she had surgery on that shoulder twice. There's yep. your story heading into the final against Jade Cargill. Yep. Yep. It's going to be good stuff. Yep. Uh, after that, we had um, uh, Serena D versus Akaro Shida video package. Uh, they're going to go back at it again, I guess. That's mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems uh, like the uh, Deeb did not seem satisfied with how that last match went. No, not at all. No, not at all. No. Uh, after that, we had Malachi Black versus Griff Garrison. Uh, Griff, bell God, rings. He just God sprints towards Malachi and just gets kicked right <clears throat> in the head. Right in the remember head. When, remember when Punk did that in his first UFC match? Yeah. He sprinted at the guy and just ate it. Yep. Uh, yeah. This is yeah. a lot of fun, though. Uh, Griff got some of his shit in. 
he mm-hmm. hit a huge suicide dive. He pretty much overshot almost Malachi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he landed like he was sort of like, he yeah, shot towards his head. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, that's when uh, uh, Malachi goes outside to confront uh, Pillman. Pillman, yeah. Uh, so Black towards the finish here. He gets, you know, Griff gets a, a couple of, gets some shit in back on the inside. Black's able to take over pretty quickly, though. He sort of fakes, he picks him up with his foot. He sort of fakes a black mass. Instead, he just grabs his knee and rips it the fuck off. Griff yeah, starts the tapping. Grab, yeah. And then dipshit comes in and black nails Pillman with a black mask for his troubles. And he just landed flush on the cheek. It was yeah, amazing. It was great. <laughs> the Malachi, like the whole match was working Griff's leg with a bunch of leg kicks. It was like the, was it Aldo yeah. versus Uriah Faber? Yes. Where Faber had like a huge oh. welt growing on his leg. Oh man. It was kind of like so that. Much, so much more leg was growing right there. Yeah, it was. He put him at a heel hook earlier on. A bunch of leg kicks. So as soon as he puts on that half crap, Griff has to tap. Uh, we have a Matt Hardy promo next. Uh, he was talking about Jurassic Express. Adorable moment, as he put it with the Lucha Brothers last week, handing the tag titles. Says, yeah, they may be number one contenders for the tag titles, but I want Private Party in that spot. So Isaiah Cassidy, who has a match against Jungle Boy on Rampage, I believe, is going to go out there and pound his ass and injure him. Yeah. And Jungle Boy responds and says, you know, it's not going to happen. I'm going to shove a piece of coal up Isaiah Cassidy's ass. And then mm-hmm. Christian pipes in, says, uh, private party, they're not going to win. But Hardy, you should get your guys something nice. Our new T-shirt. And it's yeah, Jungle they have Boy like a, and Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. And Christian is like sitting by a fireside. It's nice. It's for the very Christmas. nice. Very lovely. They did it for the Christmas. For the Christmas. Uh, after that, we had our It's Time for the Main Event. It was a uh, Surfer Punk, Punk Sting, Pink Darby, Versus MJF and Pinnacle. I did appreciate that MJF had Pinnacle branded, or they, they, all, they all had matching uh, gear. Yeah, and FTR. They all had matching gear. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Looked yeah, awesome. it looked great. I think MJF great. had his his MJF in FTR. That Lettering retro. And yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great. Yep, they all had the same really shade cool. of yellow. Everything. It was mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, this match was tons of fun. We talked at the beginning. Uh, all, all, every member of team. This was long Steampunk. too. Yeah, they gave it about a half hour from it. Two commercial breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the, the various face paint on, on Sting and Darby and, and Punk was great. The matching gear with FTR and MJF was fantastic. I uh, did love that Sting was learning that, like, when you have – because he went deep with the – because it's, like, white face paint right here, right? And he went thick oh, punk, with it. yeah, yeah. And so, like, towards the – like, the first 10 minutes or so, he's, like – Yeah. Like, blinking his eyes, like, oh, this shit's just getting all in so my So I, I was right wondering now. if it's a combination of two, of two things or one or the other. So – Probably getting in the eyes, but also having that white face paint around your eyes yeah. with the lights bl- oh, glaring yeah, down at you. Huh. That's glare. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So hold on a second. Hey, why don't you start talking about this? Sure, match? sure, sure. So uh, this match was tons of fun. Uh, early on, Sting Tech. So, th- of course, uh, MGF, MJF would get in the ring with Punk and, and run away from him. Like they start the match, they circle each other a little bit. MJF tags out, and this was great. I don't know why this made me laugh so hard when uh, Tony Schiavone called MJF a spineless piece of shit. I don't know why. <laughs> that like, was great. It, it was fantastic. So, I like when Tony was talking about uh, having been in the building back in 1985 and Taz just says, hey, nobody gives a shit you were here. Yeah, it was shortly <laughs> after that, too. Yeah, what, Tony one, just Tony just laughed. Like, he just sort of chuckled and, and kept it to himself, but he could tell that he was laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, later on, Sting tags in CM Punk. While MJF is is uh, in the ring, and MJF 
flees through the crowd. Punk yeah. gets chased. They run up to the concourse. They run, I don't know, like three sections, run back down the stairs, run back into the ring. Uh, on his way back into the ring, MJF tags in Dax, runs right back out of the ring. We have this great moment where MJF and FTR are staring down Punk and Sting. And you see this, this really well-framed shot because you see Darby in the background kind of sizing up FTR, making sure they're in position, and he obliterates them with a suicide dive. I was very happy I did not see uh, Darby sizing them up because from my vantage point, I was just watching like Pinnacle and, and I'm sorry, FTR and MJF, and then out of nowhere, Darby Allen just oh, yeah. flies at if them. You watch the background, it was great. He's, it he's was back great. by the back rope and is watching to see if they're in position. All right, and he just goes for it. It's great. Yeah, that was absolutely terrific. Uh, let's see. Here. There's just a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. it's one of those matches. Yeah. That there's so much going on. The main yeah. story is MJF won nothing to CM Punk. You right, know. exactly. So at a certain point, he was sort of, I think, just sort of high. Like he just left the match, and commentary yeah. was like, "Where did he go?" So they do some something happens at the timekeeper's table. Turns out it was Darby taking MJF out at the timekeeper's table. TV missed it. They did a replay a little bit later after the match. Uh, yeah. FTR ends up hitting a big rig on Punk. Sting is able to break up the pin. MJF finally comes in after missing like ten minutes. Uh, hits a DDT on Sting. Sting no sells it. MJF tries to leave. He gets one leg over the middle rope. Sting yanks the rope, and MJF says, "Ah, my dick." Which was actually you can say that on TNT. He says, can, but he "Ow, did. my cack." And then uh, MJF that, And then uh, at a certain point, yeah, Sting. I think like Sting launches MJF or something. Yeah, yeah, he, goes he does. Flying out. And uh, damn, I mean, basically landed, yeah, you know, he, on his head. He he was able to brace himself, yeah. a little bit, but oh boy, that was ugly. And then uh, Cash and Dax went over to check on him right away. Uh, then Sting gets up on the top rope, hits a crossbody off the top onto MJF and FTR. Uh, Sting puts MJF back in the ring, tags in Punk. Punk's calling for the GTS. He's ready to do it. Dax pushes MJF out of the ring. He's the one that eats a GTS, then a Scorpion death drop, then a coffin mm-hmm. drop. Uh, Punk covers them to get the win. Yep. And while they're celebrating, MJF runs up the commentary and just starts talking trash about Punk, about how Punk kept running away from him, so on and so forth. Yep. A lot of fun. And, fun uh, of it. That's your AEW. Let's take some questions. I have sure. a uh, thread up here on the Patreon. If you're interested in uh, the show, ad free. We've got that. We've got you covered. Go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, $5 a month, and you get the show ad-free. You get two bonus uh, episodes every single week besides uh, the next two weeks on Thursdays. You get one. Starting in the new year, you can't for sure. Starting in the new year, absolutely. All right, let's take a look here. I got my AWQA thread. Oh, uh, sorry. We missed it. A, a raid from the Bald Monkeys. Thank oh, wow. You so much. Thank you very much. That's so nice of you. Apologies uh, for missing Let's see here. Uh, we sort of talked about this already. Yellow flashes. How would you book an uh, undisputed era versus elite match? Um, you'd get uh, you'd get like a Roderick Strong lookalike to come in and give the undisputed era the edge. You'd just call some guy like you bring up some dude from developmental from like darker elevation, and you rename him Robert Strong. You know, get somebody who kind of looks like Roderick Strong and be like, oh, it's the brother of an old friend of theirs, Robert. Robert. Robert Strong. Robert Strong. Robert Strong. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Nikhil, how must Triple H be feeling after seeing his most beloved NXT faction join AEW? 
I would like to think that he was happy for him. Because here's the thing. They're going to be used the way probably Triple H would prefer them to be used. Like, it has to burn that he set all this up and and knew that this kind of thing would be the future of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so there's got to be, I would hope, I would just hope, creatively speaking, there would be some sort of, because you know he loves all, like he's probably close with all these guys. Yeah, I mean, And he I, knows I think, better than anybody that it's a business. Yeah, I, I think Adam Cole said recently he still talks to Shawn Michaels, so I would not be mm-hmm. surprised if he maybe still communicates with Triple H. I don't know for yeah. sure, but I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me at all. It wouldn't shock my system. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I did it. I did it. Like, yeah, I'm sure uh, he's he's happy for them, but. You know, there's still got to be a sense of disappointment. You know, I he understands oh, his yeah. business. He probably can't take it too personally, but, but at no, a certain point, knows, it'd be hard yeah. not to, you know? Oh, absolutely. 100%. But he's got to know. Like, it, it probably breaks his heart because he's not the guy that got to, like, really see it through. I mean, he can't feel too bad about it because it wasn't he did everything he could do. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't allowed to get them to the biggest stage, which, you know is still WWE. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that probably stings him a little bit. But, you know, they're in a pissant company now, and I'm sure he feels just fine about that. Yeah. Uh, Soak and Rose asks, does Sammy devalue the prestige of the TNT title? Come this Christmas, that won't be a problem anymore because the prestige is going to go back up when my boy Cody gets it back. You know, I don't know if Sammy himself does. I just don't think they've treated the belt as as important uh, important. The belt doesn't seem as important, partially based on how they booked his reign. You know, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. And he's not the imposing presence that Miro is. And a huge part of Miro's story is having that title. It makes the belt feel more important. Yeah, when when the when the belt is like uh, <clears throat> when the belt is proxy for God Himself, Himself, anything is pretty much a massive step down. Right. Exactly. And Miro really made that belt feel like it was, you know, a godsend. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But no, I mean, everybody else before that had it, real like Cody, only had that title because it was proxy for the AEW world title. Yeah. You know, Brody took it as proxy for the AEW world title as well because he took it off Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it... it it doesn't mean as much largely because of what they have done with Sammy, which just hasn't been anything. No, it's been ter- anything terribly interesting though. Uh, hurricane pick your three judges for the rematch, but they have to be TV movie judges. Merry Christmas friends. TV, what TV or movie judges. Oh, so movie give me judge. Harry Anderson oh, from night court. Oh, good, good, good. Um, yeah. TV or movie judges? Uh, what was the judges? Uh, oh, no, never mind. Um, oh, Judge Dredd. Interesting. Oh, damn it. That's a good answer. Um, can, oh, 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 oh. Um, Judge Reinhold from his... From his fake uh, TV show on Arrested Development, The Court of Reinhold. That's good. That's good. Good. With Bob Loblaw. 
<laughs> yeah, blah, blah, and blah, 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 slop block. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then uh, one more judge. Oh, my gosh. Why am I having such a hard time figuring this one out? I don't want to go to chat because I know they're going to have a bunch of clever answers. Yeah, I know. I'm looking above. Fucking People mention Mike Judge. Uh, Mike Judge. Yeah, oh, wow. Uncle go. Phil. Judge Philip Banks. He was a judge. Yes, pitch. he was. That's right. That's right. Forgot about that. <laughs> well, didn't you used to watch the People's Court when you were a kid, right? Yeah. With uh, Wap Wapner? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. And I used to that. watch it again. Uh, what's her name? The judge that's on there now. Judy? No. Um... What's her name? Gonna up this million, yeah. Mm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I used to watch it. I used to watch it. I don't watch some. Maybe I'll watch some daytime TV tomorrow. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the world is your <laughs> oyster, Steve. Yeah, I know, right? Let's see here. We've sort of done that one before. Uh, uh, Bear Winning says, "I want to manifest this." Mm. Red Dragon betrays Cole, joins up with Danielson and Garcia, and they just run roughshod. On AEW roster, I need this to happen. I'm fine with that after like a year of undisputed era versus matches, because I feel like they're there. You, I think the thing about Tony Khan is that he seems to be in a position where he never wants anybody to say you had this person and this person in the company at the same time and they never fought. Mm -hmm. I think he wants to avoid that as much as possible. I mean, he's got Sting and CM Punk in matches together. That's nuts. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Xavier Gray, if Jade Cargill, I'm going to amend that when Jade Cargill wins the TBS tournament, who do you want to see ha her have her first defense against? Did we ever get uh, Jade versus Nyla Rose? Uh, I don't think so. All right, and then that. Just, yeah, that okay, match. that's I good. See that. I want to see that match. I'm going to go outside the box. I'm going to say... Uh, another person who could bring Jade to like a terrific match, Deanna Perazzo. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Wolfpack for life. Who would fit the Roderick Strong role in Undisputed Aaron AEW? His brother, Robert Strong. Robbie Strong. Instead of Robbie. Robbie, Robbie Strong. That's good. Who's in there? Who's on uh, uh, AEW uh, Dark and Elevation now? A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, somebody there. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a look. Let's see. Let's see. Do I know? Let's see here. A W. Elevation. I didn't see that this week. Gotcha. I watched Dark this week. I didn't watch. Uh, here we go. Six oh wow. Matches. Adam Beveridge says uh, turn Jake Hager back to Jake Strong. His name at Lucha Underground. Oh, that's good. That's good. And then call his first name Robbie. Yeah. Instead of Jake. And then you're there. And then you're there. Uh, Hunter V with sub. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, I did see this. I didn't see. I didn't see dark. Let's see if I can watch dark. Dark. Here we go. Thirteen matches. Oh my god! An hour, fifteen minutes. Wow. Uh, Joe Juarez asks. So where does Surfer Punk rank among the Punk variants? This doesn't AEW. Let's say so. We've had Pants Punk, Surfer mm -hmm. Punk, uh, mm -hmm. Tights Punk, and Shorts Punk. <laughs> Which, what, what's the power rank of those four punks? 
Oh, man. Um, I would go, I mean, Prime Punk is still Trunks Punk to me. That's still Prime. I'd go with this version next because you have the power of the Stinger, plus you've got CM Punk. So it's like the only detriment there is the face paint getting in his eyes. Can't or or glare. The glare. The glare. The but glare. the glare could be corrected if you do it again. Just don't do the lighter color around the eyes. I wonder what other options he thought about. Did he think about all the options? Yeah, I don't know. Who is Eddie Kingston fighting here? Who is this guy? That's not right. Who is that guy? Oops. Sorry, everybody. Luckily, Larson's recording this, so he yeah, didn't so pick I didn't that get any up. audio. Yeah, I don't know that guy is. Looks like he's in his fifties. Oh, Willow's on this match. That's cool. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I saw that gift with that terrific pounce. Yeah, that was a great pounce. That was a great pounce. That was amazing. Uh, she need, they need to sign her up, man. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Jay Parsons, do you think AEW will ever do any documentaries covering big moments like WB twenty four or three sixty five? They should. If, I think if they had a streaming outlet. They definitely would. Yeah. I mean, they, they definitely have, like, the production arm because, like, all the video packages they do are terrific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Wizard of Smoke says, since it's Undisputed versus Best Friends, Wheeler Yuta would make a good Roddy. Oh, and that's good. Wheeler Yuta. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heel. And he turns on him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's good. Still just trying to find somebody who even vaguely looks like Roderick Strong. Coming up empty here. One of the bear dudes. How about that? Luther. <laughs> Luther should be Robbie Strong. <laughs> uh, idiots. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Hey, everybody, I hope you have a really terrific holiday, Christmas, yes. whatever you do. Yes. Make it a good one. Enjoy your family. If you don't have any family, watch some daytime TV. There you go. <laughs> The judges can be your new family. Watch the buzzer channel on on. I, uh, oh man, what's it called? Yeah, buzzer. No, Pluto. What, Pluto. That's what Pluto. I'm thinking of. Pluto. Uh, I once had a Thanksgiving in L.A. I didn't go because I didn't want to bother driving up to Sacramento. I think I'd work or something. I just had McDonald's and I was by myself. And I'll be honest, probably best Thanksgiving I ever had. That's gonna do it for us, everybody. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>